Welcome back, everybody. It's Saturday night, and this is Fig and Lock Talk. I'm Mr. Figs. And I'm Mr. Lock. And we've got so much to talk about since uh, our last show. Uh, how you doing, man? Doing all right. Doing all right. Long week. Yeah, definitely a long week. You know, I got to tell you, so I've lived in Virginia Beach 28 years, and today was truly a day of discovery. Is it now? Yeah, because I'm always finding new things here. Uh, I discovered a new park down off of uh, Northampton Boulevard. Uh, I discovered the Vibe District. Had no idea we had a Vibe District here. Um, and uh, we found uh, ourselves checking out some new events this weekend, didn't we? we? Did. Yeah, we did. Definitely uh, saw a little bit of nightlife in Virginia Beach. You know what I mean? Like little small pockets of things that people might not know about. Yeah. So uh, a lot of fun things to talk about tonight. Uh, I'll kinda, I'm just going to start off with some things I, I discovered today. So I, I mentioned I found this new park. Uh, for those of you who are outdoorsy types, if you're looking for a new spot to walk your dog, check out the Lake Smith Nature Trail, nature area. Um, it's got to be brand new because obviously the lake is not brand new. That's been there. Yeah. But uh, driving by there, they've got a whole new like park area that they've established with a new uh, place to host, I guess, like outdoor events, um, like picnics. They've got fresh new walking trails. and I mean, you can tell they're fresh because there's no growth on any of these trails. They have brand, like, uh, brand new overlooks. I mean, it's a really nice place to go out. And if you're know if you want, you're on a date, you want to you know, spend a little time with your girl walking out there on the trails or you know, you're looking for a good place to walk your dog, check it out. Lake Smith Nature Trail off of Northampton Boulevard. Completely caught me off guard. Um, you know, I always thought the only place you could really get any outdoor, ain't really do not not only place to do outdoor activities, but like First Lang State Park yeah. is really kind of the spot like in Virginia Camp Beach. Island, right? Yeah, uh, if you want to go hiking or check out trails and stuff, but this Lake Smith area is really nice. I mean, it's kind of sprung up out of nowhere. I guess because you know? I mean, everything's new over there. Interesting. I mean, they gotta do something, I guess. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not surprised. I mean, they have to, you know, a little more options. You mean, because like I said, that one area is just one. I mean, they're in two different areas utilizing a lake. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, why not? Yeah. I mean, that's smart move. Whoever thought of that, good planning. And I'm not sure. I don't know if you can swim in this lake or not, but it looked like they had like two spots where people could actually, in the summertime, get in and out of the lake. Not swimming in a goddamn lake. I'm not saying you need to go swim in the lake. I'm just saying if people wanted why? to. Why? I, I can see fishing. There is fishing. They actually have a lot of places to fish down there. There you go. So um, they, they, they encourage yeah. it apparently because they've got fishing spots all over this place. Uh, but it looked like, and people were out. Actually, there were actually people out there in boats this weekend, um, fishing and and cruising around. But so check it out if you're looking for a new spot to do a little na- to do some hiking or you want you know get in touch with nature. Touch go check out the Lake Smith Nature Trail. Nature so another thing I discovered today. Uh, and it was this wasn't really a discovery because I actually went on a quest looking for this because I read about in the pilot that the Vibe District is looking for people to send them stories about growing up in Virginia Beach because yeah. they want to make a mural. So I guess after doing some research about what the Vibe District even was, I guess a group of local hipsters. artisans and – what was that? group of hist- hipsters, continue. Hipsters, yeah, for lack of a better term. <laughs> but – <laughs> they're, I mean, they're essentially, they're local 
small business owners, entrepreneurs, yes. yeah, uh, who've come together and they've kind of taken upon themselves to turn the area around off of Virginia Beach Boulevard and Baltic Avenue down by the oceanfront. That's rough. Yeah. It's a rough area. It is a rough area. I remember going, like, early on, you didn't go down that area. Yeah, it, it was, was rough. It was, it was definitely a lot of weird sketchiness happening down there. So they've taken upon themselves to turn it into a nice, like, art district. Like, in, like what Norfolk's done off of Granby Street uh, yeah. and Brambleton. Uh, so I drove down there and that place has really changed. Like the last time I, I was thinking about it the other night, when's the last time I actually hung out down here? Two times I can think of when we used to go to the beach house, All day, which baby. was eons ago, like good 2003. All good times. And then, uh, Crocs in 2006. Remember that we went out yeah, there, uh, like it was over the holidays and seemed the group borderline crazy there play. Yeah. yeah. So that was like the last time I've hung out down there. It's changed so much. There's an, oh, new cafes. If you need coffee, there's plenty of coffee to be had in about a half a mile radius. I bet. There's a different artisan coffee shop. Hipsters on drink every, coffee. Yeah, they sure do. Hipsters they, they, love, they love their, their coffee. coffee. And you know what they love? Craft beer. <laughs> you know, I think mostly my, my like my deep-rooted like begrudgingness against like hipsters is like this beard fashion. If they get away from the beard fashion, I think I'd be alright. Have you like, seen the meme where it's got the guy with the beard? It says, if you have a beard like this and you dress like a lumberjack but you can't swing an axe, get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, dude, they got this, it's like, I'm not sure what happened, like, the scruffy, unkept beard is the look. Like, when that become the look? Well, it's not so much unkept, it's, it's more like, it's, it's, it's like this whole it's 1800s with like the hook, the hook, the hook mustache is coming back, and they're driving the jalop. They're driving it in jalopy. You know yeah. what I mean? They're like, I don't know, man. I, I I'm not a fan of that look or that whatever. But I mean, definitely the vibe district. I've done some research on it, and it looks like there's some really nice um, restaurants that they opened up. That's like away from the usual of like going to Fridays or P.F. Chang's or something like that. It's like now these chains. These are local places. Well, trying to like, but they're authentic things. They're new, and also in the fact that if you want to get away, like for me, when I go to the beachfront, I'm on the strip, right? Atlantic yeah. Avenue, you are. typically. You your dog, yeah, yeah, and or even if I'm going down to hang out for dinner or drinks, it's usually on the strip, like Catch Thirty One, Mahi Ma's, uh, what else? Who else is done? Tap houses down there. Yeah. So I mean, those are the places you usually street, go. Yeah. But now there's like this whole little area with some really nice new restaurants. Um, for example, the Hearth, which apparently is a new spot down there that does a lot of uh, wood fire grill type Looks stuff. Really interesting. Yeah, um, there's a new brewery down there. There, um, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but there's a brew house down there. There's Chesapeake Distillery is in down there now. So that this is definitely a spot we need to check out maybe next weekend or something. The question I ask is this: Brewing, like right now, like. There's always a fad. I think the fad now is like, ooh, let me make, let's make our own craft beer. The question is, what's the shelf life on this fad? And when it fades out, what the hell are we going to do with these places? Because a long time ago, the Abyss used to be a brewery. That's true. And the, yeah. the Abyss, like the brewery went down, it became the Abyss nightclub, and now it's a park lot. You know what I mean? So I'm just wondering, like, all these beer places are really competing with each other, and like, some of these craft beers are all right. You know what I mean? I know it's the cool thing to drink craft beer and, you know, support certain things. O'Connor beer is pretty good. I'm more of a Hardywood rich, the beer in Richmond. Hardywood, I like that beer, you know? But, I mean, it's, I don't know. Like, it, everybody's trying to do craft beer, and I'm kind of like, 
I'm a liquor drinker. Yeah, me too. Well, I mean, I, I, it's not that I don't. I like beer. I drink it. I can't somebody make but, a beach vodka. The beach vodka, man. I know it's a local thing. Whatever. I'm not a big fan of it. I'm sorry. But you know, I mean, can we get more like? Make a little more vodka drink, or like even like Mermaid Wine Company. That's a downtown Norfolk. You know, make even more wine company. Well, apparently, Chesapeake Bay Distillery they do rum. They have their own rum. They do rum. They do rum. I'm intrigued. Uh, but uh, as far as beer goes, I'm not, I mean, I I drink beer, but I don't have a tongue for I guess the the subtleties of the difference between lagers and IPAs. I and, do, but I can't drink more than like, I can't drink more than five without feeling full. Yeah, that's I'm true like, too. Oh, I feel full. Now, I will say, like Connor's, like we went, I went with, uh, you know, when we met up with our uh, our longtime friend Patrice uh, out there a couple weeks ago, and Connor's was debuting a brand new beer, and I really enjoyed it. I'm not a big um, stout guy, but they had a really nice new stout that it was called the Jamestown, mm-hmm. and it was really good. Uh, so I was surprised by that, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm more of a liquor guy. I've always been a rum drinker, yeah. uh, you know, oh, by trade drinking rum now. Yeah, exa- exactly. Um, so that's you know that's that's kind of how it is, but uh, it's an, it's a good area though, and I think a fun area to check out at any yeah. rate. It's a, yeah, it's, definitely. I mean, it's going to be really interesting to see how this place, like, really smart thinking for them to instill this going into wintertime. You know, what oh I mean? yeah, because it's blow so up. Then, boom, summer. summertime rolls around, it can just ease right into it, and it will it will catch the tourist season. Well, I think it's interesting too is I think Virginia Beach was able to keep is keeping up with Norfolk because Norfolk for a long time was ha- had the handle on this whole brewing thing. I want to correct you on that. I don't think it's Virginia Beach. I think it's the people at the beachfront. Virginia Beach isn't. Like, Shore Drive is still very... Oh, they, can, yeah. they can still yeah, catch yeah. up. Yeah, Shore yeah. Drive can still do some things to get themselves caught up. Shore Drive is a beautiful place. It can be beautiful. Well, you know, I know right now they're expanding, for example, they're doing the construction on the Lesnar Bridge or fixing yeah, the bridge. Yeah, they're up. still doing that. But that's I mean, not bridge. There's still, still good stuff down there. No one's saying, like, I don't want to go to Shore Drive because of the bridge. Well, no, but I think that's important about that to know is that you'll have a. It's going to be more accessible because they're widening that bridge. Yeah, I've never seen traffic problems on that bridge. I don't think it's much. I think it's during the daytime when people go into and from the bases. This doesn't affect tourists. It will in the summertime because of all those little all those uh, condos and shit people rent during the summertime. They won't care. I Tur- think the tourists care. won't care. The people that live there will care. People, well, they wouldn't be doing undertaking the project if people weren't caring. They, they're, it's, it's hands, hands are, hands are being moved for weird reasons. I don't know, man. Whatever. I feel conspiracy theory here. <laughs> okay, conspiracy brother. I'm just, I'm just saying <laughs> something weird there. Well, anyhow, uh, yeah, short drive can obviously could do some things, but oh, speaking of which, I did go to, uh, crap. I'm having a brain fart right there in the corner. Hot tuna. I went to hot tuna after, uh, um, after, and we'll get into this in a second, after the uh, mocha event. So you went for the after-after party and continue. I did, because I hadn't been there in a while, and I right wanted to see what was going on. It, it's the same. It is <laughs> the same. Nothing I, I told you that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything on Shore Drive is the damn same. Yeah. I don't want to fall. This is like, this is another subject in its own damn right. Mm-hmm. I how Shore Drive is very, bleh, you know what I mean? And it's kind of like. How are you expecting people to be like, oh my god, Virginia Beach has so much potential and they bring so much, so many tourists come down here to see the same lame bullshit down here. Well, I feel like Shore Drive is very vanilla. It is very vanilla. Beyond that, you got Shore Break. Eh, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, you used to have Cabo. That closed down now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you got like, what, Froggies? 
Is the Froggies? Froggies. That place was fun. Froggies we had a good time okay. there. They had a really good band. That really night great band. Southern yeah. rock band. Digged it. You know what I mean? But beyond that, it's just very... It, it, that, if that becomes like... If the Vibe District catches there, now you'll see something. Well, it's not really a district if it moves all the way across Then it'll be the Vibe movement. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so let's actually real quick, since we're... I kind of mentioned it already. Let's talk about the event we went to last night. Yes. So uh, the Museum of Contemporary Art in Virginia Beach was hosting their Aqua event, if, event, if you will. Aqua. It was a yeah. Aqua. It was, it was a fundraising event. Uh, we spent sixty-five bucks a ticket, and with that, we got access to all the food we can eat and three wine tickets. Uh, which my I had a complaint about last night's the fact that wine was seven bucks a ticket. Seven fucking bucks. It was no joke. But the and wine was good. The wine was good, but they didn't fill that glass up, man. They could have put a little more in that. Money. Really, I thought my I thought my pores were pretty my generous. Pour, my pour was kind of not so generous. I mean, it, it was it wasn't even. I would say it was even for seven dollars. It was even. It was even poor. I mean, I had the cab, and they had the I forgot the name was like Grand. Grand Reserve. There you go. Yeah. And it wasn't. That's not a cheap brand. It's not like barefoot or like that. But, you know what I mean? Some cheap brand like Barefoot. So, I mean, it's $7, I guess, is fair. But, I mean, I, I felt I, it was I all right. Had, and they ran out of cab. They ran out of the cab. Yeah, like, I enjoyed the Malbec. I had the uh, Amato, Amato Sir uh, Malbec. It was really good. So, let's let's talk about the event for uh, for a quick second. What you think, man? Did you have a good time? I had a good time. Um, it was um, definitely interesting. You know, I think I've never been – I drove by it. Plenty of times, sure, yeah, yeah, and I've never been inside of it, you know. And I thought the the um, the setup was nice. Um, it'd be a really cool event if they did it once a month. If they did it once a month, you know what I mean. I would probably go every other month. Yeah, because sixty five dollars is a steep ticket. It, it is. is a steep ticket, but I will say this: so a steep ticket. They had some of the best chefs in Virginia Beach yes. there. Right. I mean, um, Kesteri One was represented. Yep. Uh, Tortuga, no, not Tortuga. Tortuga was, was there. Trade Winds was there. Abbey Road. Abbey Road. Um, who else was there? Was another uh, Burton's was there. Burton's Loggerheads. Loggerheads. Was so Marcella was it? Mar- it was oh, Marcella. Masa- Masala bites. Masala bites. Which I'll there. talk about them in a second. Right. I ate there last week actually. Um, so a lot of really nice restaurants, really well represented, all showcasing some really good food. I don't think I didn't have anything I did not like. Um, I had some things that I liked more than others. Obviously, well, I mean, you didn't like the you don't like trade winds and that that thing that trade winds had. Well, trade winds they had a, it was so they had like a, a fish or like a seafood uh, spread on some tortilla chips, but then they had this no, just tortugas. Trade winds had that salad thing that was kind of oh like salad yeah, the fish was, oh, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Trade yeah, winds had know, a really like, bland like it was like a white fish on a on a bed of greens. It was very disappointing because I didn't yeah. try it. And I was like, eh. yeah. and I was like, and you're giving me filling me in on it like trade winds. It's like a exclusive to get in. This is that? I'm like, okay, you might like this. And it's like it's bland. I'm like, oh, this. I yeah. guess I've never been there. I guess true. I never will go. Yeah. But I mean, um, I was a fan of the uh, pork, the the spare rib pot pie. Burton's, Burton's yep. was showing off. You know, I was like, this Which, is really nice. One of only two restaurants that did something outside the knuckle theme. Oh, right? Of like, yeah, you know what I mean? And, and they knocked out the park. It was yeah. delicious. Oh, and My Ma's was there too. My Ma's was there. We got that. Yeah. And Logger, My Ma's, yeah. Yeah. Loggerheads did the mini burgers. Yeah, and that looked Those good. were tasty. It looked really good. Like, oh, I was full of so time. good. And then my other favorite thing, Abbey Roads, you know, I tell you, that place never disappoints me. And their she crab right? soup was legit. Yeah, yeah, she crab. 
so the food was fantastic. The wine, yeah, a little. I mean, I'm not gonna say it's overpriced. It was, you know, I think it was. Now I think about the quality. If the quality dictates the price, right? And, and that's why I kind of good. fought myself back. After you, if you start talking about it out loud, then you're like, well, I guess it's not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, the DJ was on point. The D- you know what I mean? So the DJ, the same DJ that was there two years ago, my wife and I went. He knocks out of the ballpark every single time. Uh, he plays the right music, which keeps people engaged the entire night, dude. Which made you, made you kind of ask questions. Because you're like, well, what, what's the song that gets people to the dance floor? And what people songs that don't get people to the dance floor? And it was kind of engaging to see some like, they had some like, because it was a wide range of, I would say, a wide range of age groups where the age groups would maybe go as, as low as 30 and as high as 70. And yeah. Like, yeah. it was... It was definitely like a wide range of that. You didn't see, you didn't see any baseball caps at all. Any no. silly caps, ball caps. People, people came people dressed. People came in. dressed like business casual or casual. There was one lady wearing like some kind of like nightgown thing, straight out of Cinderella type. Well, let's never talk about attire. Let's talk about our favorite outfit of the evening. Oh, and that was Mr. the guy, Wallpaper? Mr. Wallpaper. He had on this. <laughs> he had on. This uh, blazer it was on, had a it was on a blue a blue background with these flu, floral arrangements on it. It, it looked, looked like, it looked like somebody's bathroom. It looked like, it looked like a wallpaper arrangement you'd find in your grandma's house. Yeah, it was uh, it was awful. But you know what though? I'm gonna give the guy mad respect because he was there with two of the hotter women. Well, hotter women for their wa- for their age, and in fact, they didn't have a wedding ring on their hands. Yeah, that's true. Like most of the other women that like were women like that looked good, whatever they had. A, a rock on their fingers. Yeah, that's true. All of them did. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it was kind of, it was something else. But I mean, all in all, I think it was a really good and fun event. And I mean, if you want to, and then you also, if you chose to, you could have took a tour of the, of, of the, the exhibits. As well. Yeah, the exhibits yeah. they had there too. You did that as well. Um, we didn't participate in that. Uh, we chose to stay out there and mingle with people, you know, and they'll take pictures of, like, the people will take pictures of people just having a good time and whatnot. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I mean, if you, if it's available again, whenever it comes around, around again, I'll try to look into it, see into it. If you have a chance to do it, because at least a good experience to do it at least once. Yeah, I mean, I found that you know there was no pretend pretense. I mean, no. everyone there was really chill, really cool. Everyone's just here having a good time, having eating good food and drinking wine. I mean, like I said, the music was fantastic. So a lot. I mean, I got out there and broke it down the dance floor a little we bit. All did. Yeah, we all and, did. Um, you know, it, I, th- I think it's really cool because the restaurant people they're very relaxed as well. Yeah, you know what I mean because they were just showing off the product and it was not a, it wasn't a competition. It was like they were all there representing their restaurants, mm-hmm. but then I noticed other people from other stands try other people's food. They did. Yeah, everyone's I mean? crossing back and forth. Like, the chefs just, are talking to each other, yeah, trying you know to get I mean? like, "Hey, what did you do here? What did you do here?" Yeah, yep. you know what and, I mean, I mean like, desserts. No one had the, desserts. and no one did the same thing too. Yeah. And that's what's kind of good too. It wasn't like, "Oh, this place had this had the shrimp, and this place had shrimp too." Like one place did oysters, one place did shrimp, one place did like uh, the uh, it was uh, my. It wasn't no my mom's, but it was. Uh, damn, I forgot. Which dish was it? It was the scallops. They did scallops, whatever. Oh I, yeah, yeah. God, what what place was that? Eurasia. Eurasia. There it is. Is Eurasia. And then, you know that's another really great about that event too, because a lot of these places you might not know them if you pass by them. Right. You know what I mean? My mom's. All right. You know what I mean? My mom's and like Cast Thirty One. You'll see those. You'll run upon Abbey Road. You'll see them if you're in the beach. Eurasia. Probably said it wrong, but. That place, um, you're talking about Burdens, 
You know what I mean? You have to kind of hunt these places down. Like you do. They're you do. in. They're there, but they're kind of tucked away. And if you find them, then you're like, all right, and you find yourself a little treat. You know what I mean? Loggerheads is kind of built, just came up and at the beachfront, whatever. But and we're gonna probably in the next two weeks probably check out a burger there. Yeah. You know, I mean, restaurant it, week this it, week coming up. So oh, I know, right? Knows and th- if that mini burger is any indication how the rest of the burgers are, I'm yeah. sold already. Yeah. That mini burger was amazing. definitely. Um, but yeah, what a what a great event, uh, and just a good t- a good chance for you to come out, kind of meet some people, and uh, have a good time. I, I, I any chance I can go, I wanted to go last year, but I don't know if we missed it or what. We didn't find it, exactly. but this year I, I just so happened where we were out somewhere last weekend, and the, and the poster was up on the wall, and I just Google I'm gonna Google it and found you know saw the date. So okay. sweet. Well, awesome. let's talk about another event that we did this weekend. Right. This was the Virginia Beach weekend because we hit a lot of. Virginia Beach staples. So one night we're rubbing elbows with the social the, the socialites heavy. of Virginia Beach. Yeah. Tonight was all about you know talking, hanging out with a much chiller crowd and going to the uh, Dominion Derby Girls. Man, what a great time! I, I would say it's the first time I've been to a roller derby event. You know, and it's um, definitely it was a scrimmage. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're not seeing them like knock their block off, which you will be surprised. They will. They'll check each other a little bit hard, you know, and you're, um, all in all, I think the one thing I'd say, if I had to find a problem with the whole event, I think the halftime show fell apart on them because they, 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 yeah, they, they, let, so. they let the time slip by on them a little bit. Sure. You know what I mean? That, that happened, I guess. It got a little awkward. Um, but beyond that, like the, you could tell there was like fan favorites, you know, some people are like, Iron Clam. Was it Iron Clam? Yeah, Iron Clam. Clam. She came with a whole entourage, man. People were, they were tailgating the parking lot. They had a clam hat. Oh, my God. She had a You think she was a redskin, you know what I mean? Like, they were like, the moment she did anything, they were like, whoa, they spazzed out. I mean, it got to be somebody's wife, you know what I mean? Somebody's wife out there that's like, kicking ass, let's get drunk, dude, let's do it. It was at the Hey Good, you know what I mean? And um, that's where they perform, they they perform primarily there. You know, and I've, I've ran across them throughout the years in the restaurant business. They would come and eat at my restaurant a couple of times. You know, it was the first time I ever gone out and see it. You know, and so they explain how, what goes on. They gave you a, a, a detailed pamphlet. And, in the, and so you're able to keep up and at least know what's going on. For the most part, you won't be oblivious to what's happening. You know, I mean, and it's, it's a fun experience. The girls, you can tell the girls out there, they're, it's really weird. Because they're one minute they're really happy, they're all high five each other, and next minute they're trying to knock each other on the ground. Well, they, yeah, I tell you, even though they're so this was a stri- scrimmage game. Yes. Uh, so Dominion Derby girls are the actual team tonight. They broke it up into the Norfolk um, Railer rail, Railers, right? Yeah. And then they yeah, and, and the Virginia Beach Jetties. Uh, so they're all friends, but I tell you what, when that whistle blew. It did not matter that they were on the same team. Yeah. They brought it uh, like it was an actual game. There was no uh, slacking tonight. Uh, so if you've never been to a, der- uh, to a to a derby, I'll describe it very very briefly. You have two teams. Uh, five players are in the rink at one time, and you have what's called a. Uh, you have the blockers. The blockers. Yeah. The pivot. And then yep. the, jammer. And the jammer. So the jammer's job is yeah. to break through the blockers to uh, become the lead jammer. And then every time she comes, she does another lap and breaks through the blockers again. She gets five points. She gets a point for every blocker she gets through. Yeah. So there's, so there's five blockers, five points. Uh, and then she, as the lead jammer, she also has the ability to call off what's called the jam, which is that current session of play. 
So some highlights from tonight were my favorite, I think our favorite jammer, te- uh, Texas Knockout. Oh, Texas Knockout was a beast. I mean, you see this girl, you look at her from afar, I mean, she's probably maybe 5'7", five, 5'8". I mean, she's not slender. Slender, you know, yeah. doesn't look like a bruiser at all. But when she gets those skates on, she's like all legs. So yeah. she's like she moves incredibly quickly. Yeah, and then she like has great hits, balance. Which she has an amazing balance, like yeah. a ballerina esque. And then she's able to actually like produce enough force in such a small space to not because when you're playing roller derby, the rules you're not allowed to use your hands to push a person down. Or elbow them like that, but you're, you could use your shoulders to do it. And so she can repel herself at a short angle and knock a person bigger than her down and like oh, get yeah. around them. It's amazing. Her, her shoulder check was fierce, man. Uh, some other top performers tonight: Crystal Meth. Crystal Meth. She brought it. I mean, she, I mean, she was like a bowling Very ball. Very quiet. Dude. Didn't even really show off to the crowd. Just yeah. got out there and did her thing. She, I mean, she's like a juggernaut, man. You get some momentum behind her, and she just breaks right through you know, it. You man. know, Ironsides. Every time um, Ironside, oh, Ironside, yeah, 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 yeah. she got on the field, you know, I mean, definitely the field, um, the rink, whatever. She definitely, at one moment, they had Crystal Meth and her going at it, you know, like trying to jam through the oh, crowd man. of women. And, like, it was literally, they would go into the crowd of women, you've seen women fall. It was like bodies all over the place. And, oh, yeah. like, no points were scored because it was just like, well, everybody's tired because they just wore them out. You Brooks know and mean? Stun, she was another top performer. Yeah, right, she doing was showing off, whatever. That was yeah. great. You know what I mean? So it looks like um, their next, if you want to check it out, um, you could, their next event is on April 16th, you know, I mean, this year, whatever, if you want to look any more stuff on it, you can look it up on the Dominion, Dominion Derby Girls.net, their website, you know, and, um, has all the information, information on there. It's pretty cool. You know what I mean? So I, w- I would check it out. If you have a chance, check it out. Just yeah, it. it's a really good time. And some, you get a military discount for the military. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Active duty and first responders all get a uh, $2 discount. I mean, the ticket price is only 12 bucks, but you know it's, you can save yourself $2. Uh, beer it, beer and alcohol is served. I mean, uh, it's canned beer. I mean, you got to love it, man. It's it's two different crowds. <laughs> One night, we're hanging out with the, you know, with the socialites of Virginia Beach drinking wine. The next minute, we're hanging out with... You know, average Joe's. Who was this dude that walked around with his daughter that said had a shirt that said, "You want to check this sausage?" And it pointed no, I down. I suggest the sausage. I suggest the sausage and pointed down yep. to his crotch. He's like walking with his daughter. I'm like, "What are you doing?" And so let's, you mentioned the halftime show. I also want to talk really briefly about this. So the halftime show tonight was a this dance troupe, and uh, these are girls averaging ages probably. Jesus, like uh, six, six to maybe. 13, 14, and I tell you, you look around the crowd, and I'm just like, if I were a parent of one of these girls, my daughter ain't performing for this for this band of people. Come on. Because you look in the audience, you can, there are, there are, there are, you can easily identify some sexual, some There's sex offenders. There's petties everywhere. <laughs> I'm just saying. There's petties everywhere. There are everywhere. some clear sex offenders in the audience. There are petties That's everywhere. the last place I want my daughter doing, uh, doing dance. I think the first group girls, whatever, like, when they have that four, the four I wouldn't have them dance like that. Like, no, no, that was they were a too adult. They're doing a little questionable, like like they're like Destiny's Child. And then you had like little, little girls, whatever. They had a little fun routine. They had a little, they had a little like um, what are they called? Little tutus on. Oh yeah. And everything else did a little fun routine. They did this weird routine with these two girls did like an interpretive oh, dance. Oh yeah. Like talk about a lot. Like the message is completely lost in the audience. Like they did this really like interpretive artsy dance to a. This, it's not even a song. It's a guy talking yeah, about spoken how we're losing the rainforest and we're polluting the environment. And, and mom and parents we're yelling, yelling and the world. Fighting and this, yeah. that. And, and 
completely lost the audience. I'm like, dude, we're like, you understand? It's the worst time to try to make us try to do something like that when I have a beer in my hand. Oh yeah, and I'm like, I'm trying to enjoy my time, and you try to make me think how bad the world is. Well, that sucks. Yeah, it brought it really brings down the vibe. That's why I think why, that's why I said I think it's my reason why the other team lost because they, they got were, too depressed. They got too depressed, <laughs> man. They were like, "Dude, we heard everything you said, man. We're depressed. The rainforest is going away. It's gonna be the Brazilian desert, not the Brazilian rainforest. This is terrible. It's I'm depressing. depressed, man. We gotta go out and make a difference. Fuck this roller skate thing. No, man. We gotta rest. We gotta roller skate tonight. No, man. There's a bigger thing out there. <laughs> we got we got. There's something bigger than ourselves. We gotta take up the charge. Exactly. You know what I mean? So I was like, "Fuck, man. This is bad." Yeah, but I mean, oh no, guys, I would check it out if I had to rate it a um, one out of five. It's still, it's definitely a solid four. The event yeah. was solid four. Well, I think what I like about it is it's it just it's a great locals event to go to. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, everyone can go to the movies anytime on a weekend, right? But how often are you going to see five women or ten women battling it out on roller skates? You know, and Fair there enough. were some fierce falls too. Like, yeah, it was no they were definitely good. falling down. You know, what I mean, it's definitely it's interesting. It's definitely it's it's interesting experience. If you've never been to it, I would check it out. Like I said, saw four to five. I wouldn't say like like the Mocha event is like if you see the Mocha event coming around, you've never been to it. That's a must go. Yeah, you got it. Um, this one's kind of like if you're available to go to it, then I would go to it. If you have to work and you, you know, like, eh, do I have to go or because they also see the broader event, don't, you have to go that far. You know what I mean? Yeah, you missed it. You missed it, I guess. But I mean, you know what I mean? The Mocha event, I would request a day off to like go to that if I had sure, to. Sure, sure. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, plus when Dominion Derby goes, you'll have an opportunity to see them more than once because they, right. they have they play matches throughout the year. But I would argue, as a Virginia, if you're someone that it prides himself on being a local from Virginia Beach, you have to experience this at least once. Yeah. I mean, it's like there are certain things you have to experience as a local. One is your, you know, watching your own high school play football. You know, high school football game, Fair. and then the Dominion Derby girls are on that list as well. Really, that's like number, that can't be like number two. <laughs> that's like number two. I mean, there's so many other things. But no, I mean, no, that's that's number two. Uh, <laughs> um, so another thing I want to talk, we want to talk really quickly about is because we were talking. We obviously on the way to Hey Good Shopping Center, you can't help but pass Town Center, which we talked briefly about the other night on how it's become it, it, it's a shadow of its former self, if you will. But one thing that struck our eye was the fact that the Pembroke Mall has gotten a serious facelift. No, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was a like if you remember Chris Rock used to joke there were two malls there's two malls in every city. There's the mall that white people go to and the mall that white people used to go to. Pembroke Mall was the mall white people used to go to. I mean, let's be honest. Had no good stores in it. It was continually empty. Orange Julius, man. That's right, yeah. That's by the only good thing in there that you uh, <laughs> And that if, carpet. Yeah. Some carpet. Oh, don't forget like the tons of lottery, uh, lottery and scratch tickets you can buy in that one area. Uh, but I, I look on the history of Pembroke Mall, it, it, as ghetto as that mall was, for lack of a better term, there's a lot. I have a lot of fond memories of that place. That it, the mall isn't as ghetto as Jan F was. Like well, military, no, circle, military circle is well. Military yeah. circle <laughs> mall was the most ghetto thing ever. And I mean, I I was being raised in a fucking military circle mall, the mall that. I went to all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was clearly one of the longest, but then it was like, they had questionable things there. And then like, first it was all right, and then as the 90s, later 90s rolled around, it got awkward. What are you talking about? Military Circle? Military Circle. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Pembroke Mall, I always thought Pembroke Mall was like, it was just a group of shops. Like, it wasn't like a mall. It was just like a group of well, shops like, in an enclosed place. It's, a, it's almost like a flea market in some respects. Like, you ever been, yeah. you remember watching Mall Rats? 
And, like, you know, there was the mall they hung out at, and then there was, like, the flea market mall that they Yeah, like, it was just, like, it was awkward. It was carpet. So you're automatically throwing off. There's carpet. There's no food court. So you're really throwing off. Now, she's like, where do I get my food at? You know I mean? You have the Chinese restaurant. Yeah, which eventually went went away. It went away. He had had a Kelly's Tavern. Let's talk a little bit about the history of Pembroke Mall real quick. So some, I remember just growing up, uh, first thing that I always loved about the place is it was the only mall in the area that did, like, a trade show. Or a trade craft show, so you can go there and get comic books. If you are a card collector, you yeah, can get did. you can get baseball, that. football cards, Magic the Gathering, whatever you were into. Um, you know, it was like a big. They have like a big hobbyist conven- or convention there, like usually about once or twice a year, which is awesome. Uh, and as a kid, you know, collect- and collecting all this crap, it was it was like heaven. You know, okay. so there was that part of it. Then. Uh, some other play, cool places in there. You had the White Horse Tavern. That used to be a pretty good spot. Uh, there was a Chinese. Well, I, Nick apparently didn't like it. But the White okay. Horse, dude, they had, they were like the nastiest cheese fries ever. <laughs> I mean, they, they had cheese fries there that were shit. Um, and, and I get it had a strong like Irish theme going on in there. But it's like, eh, it was fake. It was bad. Either way, it's it, a, was it, it was a local's favorite for a long time. It was stuck in the 80s. Yeah, there was, a, there was a Chinese palace that you mentioned. Which that was, was cool. That was cool. I love that place. Uh, that's since gone. Uh, well, I'm trying to think what else. There was the, the Regal Cinema was in there for a while with yeah. that huge arcade right across the right across. That was the, the, the space station one. Yep. I can finally remember dumping... Like ten dollars into the Star Wars arcade game when it came out. Fair enough. I played that game until I finally beat it in one afternoon. I've done <laughs> so much money in that stupid game. But, I mean, uh, I think like my memories of Pembroke Mall was like they had the movie theater. We um, we saw Cruel Intentions there. That's right, we did. Yeah. Um, we uh, was it like you said that that Irish place that fucking hell <laughs> that damn restaurant so fucking nasty. Um, that place. I remember it was like one of the first malls I saw that had stairs, like an awkward place because it was not, it wasn't leveled properly. Like, oh it, yeah, it, there was it, a certain part that had like a drop it, off. It had a drop, yeah. and it was like it wasn't a flat surface across the whole mall where you go to Janet was leveled, Linhay was leveled, you know, and it's kind of like what? And this one had like a little area you step down in to go to three stores, mm-hmm. and then you step back up. Or you could take the ramp. It was really weird, you know what I mean? And they had then they some had, of the oddest stores in there, too. Yeah. Like, they had, was it the London Trading Company was in there? Hell, so if you wanted to get, like, <laughs> if, you had, if you had to get your Dungeon Dragons pieces or your Access and Allies board game, that was the place to go. They had definitely had that. It was it was definitely a odd mall, you know what I mean? And Orange Julius. Yeah. Because I never even heard which, of one before. And they had the Toll House. And Toll well. House, which is still there. It's still there, yeah. And then, like, the Orange Julius was, like, amazed to me because I was like, what is the Orange Julius? The only reason we ever went to Pembroke Mall is because we had the Sears. The Sears was there, mm-hmm. which it still will be, uh, yeah. and the, the Sears Auto sh- Store. And then uh, that's really it. I mean, that was really the only reason we used to go there. Uh, and then, re- and then and they started getting a resurgence when Town Center started coming up. So they added a Coles. They started eventually slowly adding some things. Now it's to the point now where this has become a legitimate mall again. I mean, we're going to have a, there's going to be a Nordstrom Rack in yes, there now. Nordstrom Rack. There's going to be an RFI out, outerwear store, which is high, that's pretty high end out, outdoorsy stuff right there. They added the new Target, which is huge. Yes. There's the, uh, we already mentioned Kohl's. They've got that Bahama, Bahama Breeze. That's Bahama the side where, used to be at Kelly's Tavern. Yeah, they used to be at Kelly's Tavern. I used to, there. after That work. was a good Kelly's Tavern. Yeah, see, too. that Kelly's Tavern now, like, I don't really understand because, that Kelly's Tavern was the busiest Kelly's Tavern. Like, it was. Yeah. For the longest time, Pembroke Mall battled the idea, and I used to talk to a manager there, 
dealt with the idea that they were trying to buy them out. Really? Yeah. Why? Because they wanted to like rehaul that rehaul rehaul that whole side, and the yeah, Chinese yeah, restaurant yeah. went down. You know what I mean? But the Kelly's Tavern was like, uh, "We're do we're still busy," yeah. and they were. You know what I mean? It was like a, I remember we it was two time. floors. Yeah, uh, that's right. It was yeah, two yeah. floors. Um, the kitchen was dirty as fuck. The bathroom was hell. You know what I mean? But the bar and like I didn't see any. I I don't even remember waitresses in there. But I remember like bartenders there were always solid. You know what I mean? It was kind of like. It's a relic, kind of like the Kelly's Tavern. It's on Laskin Road now. It's a relic. Like you don't, you go inside and how it's set up and how it's in there. You don't see restaurants like that anymore. Yeah, you know. And that Kelly's Tavern just like the was a hub for people in the restaurant business. And you get off work and you like people just go to work dressed in their uniforms and just like boom. And it was just the spot. And it was a hard job to get. Like people couldn't become bartenders ever because. You're gonna make money, mm-hmm. and it was crazy. But that's just like more restaurant side of it. But that Kelly's Tavern, the whole setup was different. Any Kelly's Tavern I've ever seen. And when they finally like said, well, they finally raised the rent high enough where the owner was like, you know what, I'm done. Yeah, and I'll just sell me out. You know, and that's yeah. what I did. Because Pembroke rose their rent a lot. Like I think the rent of the restaurant I was at at the time when I worked there was like twelve thousand five hundred. Which a month. is crazy to me that they could raise the rent there. Because there's no one sh- at the time. I mean, no one was shopping there. Most expensive. It was more expensive than the rent at Lehman Mall. Really? Wow. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah, but now, I mean, now it might actually they might actually be able to justify it because they're getting all these new stores and people seem to be coming back to it. And uh, hopefully, the rest of town center will grow with it. Because It'd be interesting what to do with it. Because I remember the the Jake's Deli they moved the Jake's Deli moved from like attached to the mall to now. So now you have this hollowed out restaurant there. In the front, right next to Jason's series, that's still an eyesore. Yeah, you know what I mean. But it seems like now, I guess the mall, like Pembroke Mall, so which mall is going to fall falter first? Will it be Linhaven or will it be Pembroke? Linhaven ain't falling during any time soon. They're, they're expanding the outside of it, so where Nordstrom used to be, that is going to become a whole new like outdoor. Lord and Taylor's. Yeah, well, Lord and Taylor, yeah, that's yeah, right. Which owns Nord, owns Nordstrom, ah. or vice versa. Vice Either way, yeah. uh, where the Lord and Taylor used to be, that whole area about there is going to become a new outdoor shopping area. So they're adding those in there. They're bringing a whole bunch of new, uh, a couple new stores. Linhaven ain't going anywhere anytime soon. Well, Linhaven ain't going huge But will which malls could be the mall where the other mall don't? Will I just think I think it depends on where you live because I I think a lot of people. On the east end of the of Virginia Beach, shop in Linhaven, and I think people that are on the west end, on bordering Norfolk, will fly, kind of make their way to Pembroke. Because uh, I know for me, where I currently live, it seems like everyone, like if you're if you live on the east end, like probably if you're living east of Independence, you tend a lot of people tend to go to Linhaven, especially if you're around Linhaven. You know, obviously you live off Linhaven Parkway, uh, Laskin. If you're down like in that area, you tend to go yeah, to Lynn Haven. And then people, yeah. Yeah, and now again, too, it also depends on what stores you're looking for. Because Lynn Haven has a lot of stores that Pembroke doesn't have, and Pembroke has a lot of stores that Lynn Haven doesn't have. Like, for example, Pembroke doesn't have Sears. They don't have Norris and Rack. They don't have... Uh, they have a Macy's. The Pembroke doesn't have a Macy's. Pe- no, Lynn Haven, Haven has Macy's. And Lynn Haven has Macy's, so, Dillard's, JCPenney. It has... Uh, they have the huge Victoria's well, Secret. Nordstrom Rack might be the answer to right. Macy's. But I mean, they, I mean, they got the Victoria's Secret. They got the Express. They've got uh, Banana Republic. That's surprising. Why do the Pembroke Mall don't got a Victoria's Secret? They do, but it's a small one. I hate that I know that. 
<laughs> you're married. sad that I know you're, that. No, you're married. That's but, fair enough. I mean, but I mean, Kermit has a few of those. They have a small Hot Topic. They have a really small uh, Bed Bath Beyond in there. I think. I don't think Hot Topic you need. I, I don't need a big one. I'm just saying. They just have the, they have, these, they have a few small stores. I think they're just two different malls. There, but see, I could, I could argue that there's a lot of stores in Lane Mall that don't need to be there. Like the, right now, Lane Mall, they're trying to figure out how they're going to fill these stores up. Like, remember Christmas time we were joking about Brookstone magically appearing during Christmas time? Oh, what a yeah. joke. What a fucking joke. Brookstone with the, selling little toys. Where did the recliners go? No one's. Did you have you ever gone to Brookstone and try to buy a recliner? No, because when Brookstone's around, I weren't making no money back then. You weren't either. Yeah, we were both broke as hell back like, then. What I bought from Brookstone, only thing I ever bought from Brookstone, I think, was maybe some uh, some slippers because they had some banging ass slippers there. Yeah, they had like <laughs> that's the softest things in the world. But I mean, beyond that, there's a lot of more. There's a lot of stores in Lamb Mall that I don't even use. A lot of stores in Lamb Mall, I think they counter. They're counter intrusive to each other. Buckle and like Buckle is a unknown. It's a weird store to me because it sells kind of same stuff that Pack Sun and all these other stores can sell, but it's like it's there. Like Buckle's weird to me. Buckle's really weird. Yeah. Well, like, Buckle's really weird. So I mean, they have a lot of stores there, and they're still there, and they're going to do what they're going to do. And I don't want to fall into another subject like that. But I mean, it's just like a lot of these stores there in Lindham Mall. I'm kind of questionable. Like y'all are there, but what the fuck? You know what I mean? I mean. I, I, I don't live more. I go to Express. I'll peep my head in JCPenney. I'll peep my head in Macy's. You know what I mean? And um, beyond that, I mean, I love the food court they did, how they remodeled them. They kind of streamlined the food court and got the food network planner 24 7 on the huge screens. You know what I mean? I dig it. You know what I mean? But I mean, Pembroke, I'm interested to see what they're going to do. Pembroke has a chance to, like, if they put some good stores in there, they can do some well, I think that's, I think that's what they've done. In the they past, can do better. Yeah. They but can I mean, do better. Because there's still a wing of Pembroke Mall that's absolute shit still. Oh, absolutely. The wing to Target is like a tomb. You're walking down a hallway of like nothingness. Well, that's why I think it's so interesting about Pembroke, right? Like, I feel like they know that they failed as far as stores on the interior of that mall. So all their good ones are on the outer rim. They're bringing them in. And some of them yeah. don't even have access to the inner mall. Like, uh, Old Navy... You would think there'd be an access to the inside of the mall. There's not. That's There's so crazy. Not. Uh, what's that Pacific? Coat or no? What? No, they have a no. surf store too there. I think it's I think it's Seventeenth uh, Street. Is it Seventeenth Street? Yeah. Maybe it is. Either way, there's a, that surf store that they have there. Twenty First Street, whatever. It's called. I don't know whatever it's called. They don't have an access to the mall either. And what I think is interesting, Pembroke Mall sacrificed their food court for these stores. So that, that, I find that interesting. So, I, like I said, Lindheim is like Lindheim is not going anywhere. It's definitely not like it's not food. It's not happy food accessible like Pembroke Mall. Like, is. like I, you, I, like, I just feel like Subway and Grand Chamber are hard to find. But Lindheim Mall, I think the reason why it's still the better of the two has the Pembroke Mall better of the two. No, Lindheim is the better oh. of the two. Is it has the bigger names? Barnes and Noble is there. Barnes and Noble is a big name. Barnes and Noble is a big name. Kind of. You don't read. That's why you don't like Barnes and Noble. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I mean, big name though. I mean, you're Barnes and Noble is a staple. Like, it's a big name store. Macy's is Dick's a big, is a big name, name store. No, 
There are two different types of stores, man. What? Barnes and I mean, Noble is still a big name. That's my opinion. You can't take that from I'm me. not taking it from you. I'm just saying. They're two, you're talking apples and oranges, I'm man. not apples and oranges here. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm sorry. There's like a Walden book somewhere. You know what I mean? Shit. Are they still around? No, there's no such thing as Walden books anymore. anymore. It's gone. <laughs> All right. I'm say, so, so apparently Barnes and Noble's wiped off their competition. So <laughs> I mean, there's Books a Million, but nobody goes shops with Books a Million <laughs> exactly. anyway. What the fuck is that? At any rate, so... There's Barnes and Noble. There's Dick's Sporting Goods. Dick's Mason, oh, yeah, area. And they got their own mega. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just, I'm, all I'm saying is, Lynn has pulled bigger chains to that store than Pembroke. Now maybe the advent of Nordstrom Rack is going to attract more chains. Maybe. I mean, I, I don't. Old Navy is a big chain, I suppose, but it's you know. Yeah, it's a big chain, but they don't sell big time clothes. They yeah. sell everything. You can buy shorts dirt cheap there. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So I mean. Uh, beyond that, I I don't know. We'll see. You know, what I mean, it's, it's only time will tell what Pembroke's gonna do. I do think it's hilarious that Pembroke Mall is definitely no longer the poor people's mall. It's, it's still poor people's mall right now. Well, maybe to an extent. No, it's it's mill income mall now. <laughs> it's that blue collar mall. <laughs> it's the blue collar. It ain't it ain't it ain't MacArthur. It ain't it is not. No, MacArthur. no, no. But even you know, MacArthur, I find that when I go in there. MacArthur Mall has no damn purpose to me. Yeah. I, it's the idea that MacArthur Mall turns you off from the get-go because you have to pay to park. It's only like a dollar. You have to pay to park. Yeah, that's true. I have to pay to park. I have to pay a dollar to look around. True. All right, folks. That takes to the end of the show. We're at uh, the 45-minute mark. We appreciate you all listening. Hope we, uh, did we you touch on everything it? we want to talk about? Did we touch on I everything? think we talked. Yeah, we hit, the, we hit everything. We hear all the topics. All right. Just unless well, you want to talk about. No, I think that's it. I think that's pretty much it. You know. Oh, I did see the movie of How to Be Single. Yeah. Well, how'd you like it? How to Be Single this week. I saw it. Um, not bad. Three out of five. Um, actors, y'all did a pretty good job. Reba, not Reba. Rebel. I keep calling her Reba. Rebel Wilson. You know, she's funny as she always is. You know what I mean? So, um, I would say it's a movie that I wouldn't pay nighttime price to pay. I will see it in matinee like I did. You know what I mean? It's worth the matinee price, or you could you could catch it at Redbox. It's a it's a funny movie though. Oh, I guess I, I did eat at that. I did say I ate at the Masala bites. Yeah. Uh, this is what I'll say about it. Uh, the food is good, but I feel like f- I can get the same quality at Rajput at two thirds yeah. at, at, at a cheap and at a cheaper price. Uh, I'm not a cheap person. I don't mind paying for good food, but I feel like they're trying to add a lot of elegance. And you have to pay for the sites. Yeah, to what's essentially Indian food, which I'm not saying Indian, Indian food is. Indian food served by a beautiful woman. Exactly. Well, I don't even go there. Actually, my, my waiter was a guy, <laughs> and he was in the hardly beautiful. You struck out on that one. But I feel like it's kind of like when you go to a Mexican restaurant. Like, Mexican restaurants are Mexican restaurants, no matter where you go. Guaz, though. Plaza is delicious. It is delicious, but the prices are, you know, notice the prices are still reasonable because... How, yeah, they all charge about the same. You can't yeah, overcharge. You it. can't overcharge Mexican food. But I feel the same way about like P.F. Like, Chang's. Who goes, like, like, I'll give you an example. Abuelos. Abuelos is expensive as hell. Yes, and it's just regular Mexican food. It That's really why is. nobody goes to the Abuelos. But see, I say the same thing about P.F. Chang's. P.F. Chang's get busy. P.F. Chang's is overly priced Chinese food. It's different. I think it's beef they, and broccoli. Eleven ninety, twelve nine, ten yeah. ninety nine. Come on. Yeah, that's true. I can go to number one and buy a combo for seven dollars and get rice and the egg roll. Yeah, but you can't get lettuce wraps. You can't get a goddamn lettuce wrap. <laughs> lettuce wraps are delicious. Jesus <laughs> Christ! You go to store and buy go to store and buy lettuce and wrap your own shit. <laughs> All right, everybody. That concludes the show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, we certainly did. Uh, 
check out some of this stuff if it comes across. You know, if the Mocha event hits next year, you got to go and uh, check out Dominion Derby Girls. It's a one-time-a-year event. Yeah, it's only as far as I know. Damn. But uh, check out Dominion Derby Girls, man. They're awesome. You'll yeah, man, check it out. Worth the fun. All right, folks. Y'all have a good night. Yeah, have a great night, guys. And if you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe.